Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. That's Alex Ferrario, he's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie, and we are going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford. Jer, we always appreciate the time, my man. Let's get right into this, if you don't mind. If the Blues, let me rephrase that, when the Blues make the postseason. <laughs> That's right, BK. Do you think that it is fair to consider this a successful year given everything that has gone into this and given all the injuries that this team has dealt with throughout the season? Yeah, I do. Normally you wouldn't like to say that just making the playoffs is a success, but I think with uh, all the injuries, what they've overcome and the fact that uh, it's a very, very tough division. So if you're going to go into a first round series against uh, Vegas and you lose that thing four to two or something, I don't know how anybody uh, would have expected you to beat that team with the play with the way they've played this year, and you know that's going to come across soft. I get it. That's going to come across making excuses for the St. Louis Blues, uh, but I just think that it's been that type of year. So are they putting things together right now? Do they look pretty good? Yeah, but I think if they get into the playoffs and play a tough first round series, to me. Uh, that would be a pretty good success. Well, and it definitely seems like that's a possibility right now, Jr. because, I mean, they're playing at an all-time confidence level high this season. And, I mean, you go back, they've in the last 10 games, they've lost four of them, but in those four losses, you're talking about one-goal games, and you're talking about games against the Minnesota Wild, the um, the Colorado Avalanche, and then the Vegas Golden Knights. So this t- this team definitely seems much different on the ice than what we've seen before. It does, and I think the biggest thing is they're starting to play the type of hockey that we thought we were going to see all season and probably would have seen had there not been all the injuries. And and for people who didn't pay attention throughout the whole season, we're not just talking about you know they lost a third line forward for a couple of days or a you know second pair defenseman. We're talking they lost top guys for weeks and weeks and months. And so you know normally any other given year I wouldn't be using that as a crutch, but I think this year it was legitimate. And so the way they're playing right now, Alex, as you said, uh, a lot of wins lately, putting it together. Top guys are producing. Ryan O'Reilly willing the team to win to, to victories, and, and these younger guys are so fun to watch. Like Cairo and Thomas, I'm excited to see what they can do in the playoffs if they can keep this up. That's a difference maker uh, type of line. And uh, Bennington in the back end, uh, and Nett, he's been uh, playing well too. So I do think that uh, the Blues wouldn't be a surprising team if they got into the playoffs and and won some games against those types of teams. Some would say, uh, you know, the next Hall of Notes with Thomas and Kyra on the ice, right, Jr. <laughs> 
Right. I don't know if I go that far, but I don't know whose side to take ever, you or BK. Uh, always not, mine, not JR. Mine. Always not mine. mine. <laughs> the, the, the popular side is just not mine, uh, whatever the topic is. I did want to have a follow-up, though, on Thomas and Kairou because you, you put out these numbers last night. Kairou and Thomas have both been exceptional really over their last five games they have combined for 10 points between them they have a plus two rating each of them do what have you seen that's changed out of their two games because clearly something is different I mean is it is it as simple as Thomas is being more aggressive what's changed for those guys yeah I asked Craig Ruby that question after uh, the game last night he said he just thinks that they feel comfortable and 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 I think uh, we saw that from Jordan Cairo earlier in the year uh, he looked like he was confident, and he, he, he played the puck like he was confident. Uh, he was good defensively. He was aware. Uh, and then it kind of uh, drifted back, and we saw a little bit of the old Jordan Cairo, maybe not as reliable defensively. And was that because Vladdy came back and maybe he, he lost that spot on that line? You know, could be, but all young players go through that. Plus, you have to remember that other teams are circling his number, so it's going to be a little bit more difficult for him. Thomas, on the other hand, you know, we saw the same tendencies that we've seen the past couple of years, just not shooting and, and always being assertive. Completely different the past five games with these two guys together. When you watch them the past five games, I mean, this looks like a situation you want to go out and get their jerseys because they're going to be here for a long time and, and going to play together. And I heard uh, David Braun on Randy and Michelle's show this morning, and he said it himself. He said, sitting on the bench watching those two, they're creating. It looks like they're going to do something on every shift. That's what it looked like last night. You know, JR, I'm glad you brought up David Perron because I'm curious watching him play this season. And now he's got 50 points on the year, which leads the team. And if you go back, I did this last night because he played in his 900th NHL game and 600th blues uh, career game. He's been with the blues for 10 seasons, including this year and eight of those 10 seasons. He's led the team. He's been top five in points. So you go into this expansion draft and I know this is down the road and there's still time to get into this, but you look at this you have to protect David Perron and that you have to put somebody else exposed, right? Because Perron has been one of the best players these last three seasons. First of all, uh, he's got to have 50 points, right? And he's got to have played here 10 seasons because all the numbers got to be even. Yeah, of course. That's how the nerds work. <laughs> that's that's how it's got to work. Yeah, I've uh, I've shifted on David Perron. And please, please, please believe me, anybody listening, or anybody who reads The Athletic, don't think that I ever thought it was – you know, good news or a good move by the Blues to leave David Perron exposed, even though I've written that several times the past couple of months. It's just when you sit down and you look at the roster and you look at the contract situations and you look at who you have to protect, David Perron for a while looked like he might be the odd guy out. And the main reason for that is because he's going to be in his mid-30s, he's going to have one year left on his contract, and then who knows what happens after that. So it could be a situation, do you want to leave – Cairo exposed? Do you want to leave you know, someone else exposed and potentially lose them for one more year of David Perron, potentially? And that's what it comes down to when you write an article saying they might expose David Perron. Now I think it's a situation where Doug Armstrong has preached that the window's open. You need a David Perron. He has to be on your roster. So the conversation shouldn't be about leaving him unprotected. It should be about re-signing him, whether it's two years, three years. I think David Prime joked a couple weeks ago, he's got tons of years left. So uh, I think he's got to be a part of this thing. He's a St. Louis blue through and through, but beyond that, 
he's one of their best players and you have to have him on the roster. So, you know, at the expense of, of somebody else, and we could get into that, you know, as we get closer to the expansion draft, you have to protect David Perron. JR, kind of as a follow-up to that and going back to the line situation, I mean, you have a, a great line right now in O'Reilly, Perron, and uh, and Braden Shen, and then of course you have the line uh, that we've talked about, Hoffman and Thomas and Kyrou. Those two I don't think you can break up. I think what's what's putting the Blues at the crossroads right not having a fourth line. I mean, last night those guys weren't even on the ice in the third period. What do you think needs to happen for them to get a, a identity on that fourth line? Because we saw in the playoffs, if you don't have that, you might be exposed against the Vegas Golden Knights or the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I think it's a problem. I don't know how much you can do to address it heading into uh, these last six games and then going into the playoffs. I just think that they're going to have to settle on a group of three and play them, and they've played together before, so you hope that there's some identity there and, and that you can trust them. But Clifford's been in and out of the lineup. You like Barbashev in the middle. You like uh, you have Sanford on the right side, but you got Clem Costin uh, coming in. So I, I really do think they're going to have to settle on a three and say, "Hey, look, this is the type of game that we need from you guys." And and if it's Costin, you know, so be it. Let's see what he looks like. I believe he arrives today. He's going to have to do the the quarantine, which we would believe will be around seven days. And uh, you know, BK and I talked about it yesterday. Is there enough time to get him in the lineup once? Uh, once that quarantine ends, perhaps there might be. And if they're resting, guys, you know, get costing in there. We'll see. So, so I agree with you. If you're going to do anything in the playoffs, hey, you're not looking for ten or twelve minutes from these guys, but you're going to have to have some sort of fourth line. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider for 101 ESPN and the Athletic, for just another couple of minutes here on the show. Jr. Last question that I had for you earlier today, I was also listening to Carriker and Smallman, and Randy said something about Ryan O'Reilly that I wanted to get your thoughts on because I thought it was a really intriguing point. And with you having the history that you do covering this team, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So I'm going to play this cut from Randy, and then I've got a question on the other side for you. Of all the Blues I've seen in a half century. Ryan O'Reilly is the guy most capable of any blue ever of putting a team on his back to win games. A forward who scores, leads the team in scoring, plays on the back end, can win a Selkie trophy. So I think that he is the best all-around player the Blues have ever had. JR, in the last 12 games, the Blues are now 8-3-1. And, and in those 12 games, Ryan O'Reilly has 10 goals, he has 5 assists, and he is a plus 10 when he is on the ice. It's hard to disagree for me with what Randy says there, but you have more history with this team. Do you have anybody else that comes to mind when you hear about something like that? Well, at first, as you started to ask that question, I thought Randy might have moved out of town for the Brett Hall years. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, I do think that the way he explains it is accurate. I think when you use the word all around, that's Ryan O'Reilly. That was not Brett Hall. For all the things that Brett Hall did, you know, that was not him. And so could he put a team on his back and win the game? He could do it like better than anybody in Blues history. But if you talk about the all-around game, doing it at, at, at both ends and, and, you know, all the other details that go along with that, you know, it's Ryan O'Reilly. So have there been some good players over the past uh, few years? Yeah, you know, Keith Kachuk's come to mind, those types of guys. Uh, but I don't think anybody – uh, like a Ryan O'Reilly, who could just you know go get a puck in the Z zone and, and turn it into something that's going to help you you know get back in a game, whether it's first period, second period, and that's the thing with Ryan O'Reilly. It's never you know until we saw these overtime goals from him, it's never going to be something that that's flashy and he's the go-to guy. You're going to have to get it done from Ryan O'Reilly to win this game. 
he's going to do something dirty that might not make the highlight reel that's going to help you win the game. And I think that's the biggest point that Randy's making. Yeah, he's he's one hell of a player, man. No breaking news here, but it's it's been on full display, especially during this recent stretch for the Blues. Hey, JR, we always appreciate the time, man. People can find your work over on The Athletic. They should subscribe to you guys over there, and they can follow you on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford. All the best, man. Thanks so much again for hopping in with us yesterday, and we'll talk with you again next week. Yep, thanks, boys.